Welcome to The Layers Lair, a great British Bake Off appreciation podcast. My name is Spencer. And my name is Katie. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm very excited to talk about Bake Off with you. Yeah. Here in The Layers Lair. <laughs> yeah, I, that is the only proper pronunciation. The Layers Lair. I apologize. That's okay. You got to make us an official open. <laughs> we should we should just commission Mary Berry to oh. make the official open. Oh, She's still only. with us? I think so. Okay. I'm going to imagine so. All right. So this is a sort of half watch along season 12, right? Yes. 12 of Bake Off. Sure. Or series 12 or whatever they call it over mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, half Great British Bake Off Fantasy League. Yes. And then uh, we'll probably some other nonsense along the way. That's more than a full show, but okay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It is more than a full (laughs) show. That's right. That's what you're in for. Um, So in the spirit of this being just a, an appreciation Mm -hmm. podcast, it's not critique. It's not uh, anything other than us just gushing about how great Bake Off is. Very sweet. Yeah. What is, what do you love most about Bake Off to get us started? I think the thing I love the most about Bake Off is the way that everyone in that environment comes together to make everyone watching feel so good. I just feel so good when I watch it. I feel inspired to go do things. I feel capable. I feel part of a community. I feel happy. I feel supportive of the people I'm watching. And there's just Really, there's something special about Big Off. That's what I love about it. To that point, I think part of the reason I feel that way too is because of how supportive mm-hmm. everyone is, even though it is a competition. Yes. There's nothing of like direct monetary value or it's a competition, but there's not ultimately anything at stake. There's a glass plate. Yeah, somebody wins yeah. a trophy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, you know, you do what you can do with the attention you get the from platform. being on TV for, for sure. 12 or 10 weeks. 10 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone like. A few fortnights. Yeah. Sure. Everyone just supporting and genuinely seeming to like yeah. each other, I yeah. think, is what gets me the most. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So good. So. Uh, let's maybe start with the fantasy league format because okay. this will be open to anyone who wants to participate. Mm-hmm. There will be a link in the show notes oh, that yeah. you can click on and f- participate, have fun. Go head to head with, with all us. of us. Yes. In the tradition of Bake Off, there is nothing ultimately at stake. Oh, perfect. The winner is simply the winner. Yep. Um, so the, the format is this, uh, every week you are going to select for now, three bakers. Okay. We will probably, in the past, we've had to narrow it down as yeah. we go on because mm-hmm. when there are only three bakers left, obviously you can't select three bakers. Mm-hmm. But for week one, you are going to choose three bakers who you think will perform the best based okay. on whatever information is currently available to us, which is admittedly not much. So I get to choose a quarter of the field, basically, and place my bet on them doing well. Uh, Yeah, three out of 12. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the criteria that they will be either awarded or uh, will lose points for mm-hmm. are the following. Positive points for Star Baker oh, yeah. is, is 10 points. Obviously. For the best of the week, you get 10 points. 
Whoever wins the technical challenge gets mm-hmm. five points. Okay. If you finish in the top half of the technical challenge, you get three points. If you, if anyone at any time receives a Paul Hollywood handshake, it's an automatic five points. Yep. Okay. And then mm-hmm. this one got okay. a little, yeah, some of these got a little dicey last year because like COVID, they didn't really do handshakes. Yeah. Um, also like the one thing that I'm, this is a, this is an appreciation pod, but like we don't all need to lionize Paul Hollywood. Paul is the worst part of a great, Absolutely. Th- of a great thing. For sure. Yes. <laughs> And also, it is like a marker of greatness on the show. And I I get that that is part of the construction of the show. We all ultimately just need male approval (sighs) in order to validate our achievements (sighs) and accomplishments. Uh, And then three points if you are mentioned in contention for Star Baker. Yep. In the like deliberations before the awarding, right? Yes. Which. Last season, it was very inconsistent. For the first time, was not a consistent yeah. feature of every episode. Yep. So, uh, I think we should leave it in there for now, and maybe adjust that as we go. Yep. But in that little where they all sit down together, Paul and Prue and Noel and Matt, mm-hmm. and talk about who's who's at the top and who's in danger. Yeah, and they usually list three people that are in contention for Star Baker and yep. three people that are in danger of. Leaving. So if you're in that group, three points. Three points. And then negative points. I would say also, I would really love to hear from folks if they have a suggestion for something that is comparable to a Paul Hollywood handshake Mm. that is not from Paul Hollywood. Sure. And specifically if it's from Prue. We'd love to hear that. Yeah. Does she... We got we got to keep an eye out for Prue's signature signature reactions yes. or exactly even like if you like a phrase that she used like mm-hmm. the, if if mm-hmm. Prue says your bake is scrum that was Mary Berry was she Mary used Barry. to say scrumptious scrummy but something along those lines exactly I would love to give points for yes. that yes. yes okay you can also lose points mm. negative two points. For being in the bottom half of the technical challenge. Mm-hmm. Don't want to be there. Negative three points for being one of those three bakers mentioned in danger of in going danger. home. Yep. Negative three points if you have to restart a bake at Oof. any point. Yeah. Yeah. If you had to whack it in the bin. Or, you know, uh, caramel, for instance. Mm-hmm. You burn your caramel. Got to start over. Even if it doesn't make it to the bin. Yeah. Correct. Anytime you have to restart a full bake or an element of a bake. Yep. Negative three. Sorry. Quick time out. Our dog just put his head down on my feet and I think he's asleep right now and it's very sweet. Perfect. Okay. This is, this is ideal. Ideal. <laughs> we just got 5% more wholesome. <laughs> and then negative 10 points if your baker is the one eliminated that week. Yep. So it is... There's a pretty wide range of possible scores. If you pick three bakers that all do well, you can rack up 20, 30 points. Mm-hmm. If your contestant gets eliminated and your other bakers don't score, you can have negative points for the week. Yeah. Um, we will award both weekly and then cumulative winners. Mm-hmm. Again, you don't actually win anything. You will be acknowledged on the next episode of this podcast. <laughs> That's about it. Um. Because we realize, obviously, we're not going to have the same group of people every week. So 
part of the fun of it. Weekly and then season-long winners. So that will be uh, in the show notes. It's just a Google form. You fill it out. I will get your responses. We will grade them. and You will get the responses, and I will help you put it into a spreadsheet where you can actually tabulate it. Yes, because in all my 35 years, learning how to even... Even a basic understanding of Excel has fully (laughs) eluded me in those 35 years. So let's get into the real meat of this episode, which is meeting the bakers. bakers. Um, Do you want to just go in alphabetical order as they are on the Bake Off website? Definitely. And you're going first. Okay. So then first up is Amanda. Amanda. Age 56. She does not look like she's 56. No. That woman looks astonishing. <laughs> is that good? or Well, we'll get into the our, our own takes and predictions later on. Fair, fair. Um, Amanda, raised in London with Greek Cypriot. Does that mean from Cyprus? Mm-hmm. Heritage. Amanda studied graphic design and worked in advertising before moving to the Metropolitan Police to train as a detective. She's a cop. Yeah, so her bakes are going to be terrible. Uh, She doesn't know how to do anything. She will be eliminated first is my take. Okay. Amanda, trash baker. Okay. Everyone knows cops can't bake. Hot takes here. Uh, As a child, she baked with her mom, and she learned specifically about Greek baking from her paternal auntie. Her style is generous and creative with Greek and Middle Eastern influences. She loves painting directly onto her cakes, often giving them a pretty feminine aesthetic. Feminine cakes. Feminine cakes. Lady cakes. that's (laughs) That's inspired by her two daughters. Whatever the season, Amanda loves to start her day with an outdoor swim. The colder, the better. Okay. So we've got Amanda, the cop who likes swimming in cold water. And pretty feminine Greek cakes. Yes. Lady cakes. Who's next? Chiggs. Chiggs is 40. Speaking of people who don't look their age. No. No, Chiggs is a handsome man. He's a handsome man. He's got a great smile. Look at that smile. Mm -hmm. So good. Uh, He's relatively new to baking and really got into baking at the start of lockdown in 2020 and watched a lot of online videos. Yes. Quick. Sorry to interrupt. Do you think they got more applicants this year? Definitely. Because of COVID? I would definitely think so. I think you have a way more motivated and focused set of potential contestants who have been sitting at home for a long time. I got to imagine a lot of people also like picked up baking within the last 18 months, right? I'm raising my hand over here. Yeah. Well, I mean, or like if not picked up. Intensified their love. Yes. Yeah. Right. For sure. Have, have practiced. Yeah. All right, sorry, continue. Including Chiggs uh, through the study of online videos, who he taught himself through that means to produce complex bakes, mm. really intricate chocolate work. Ooh. Often highly rewarded. Highly rewarded. That is a big style plus substance awarded points value, yes. Uh, he loves a challenge and has no fear of being thrown into the deep end. And he likes high-octane activities, including Mm. bouldering, skydiving, and trekking. Is trekking hiking? Trekking trekking sounds like hiking. Okay. I think it's like hiking, but it's maybe more high-octane, which might mean that it's like motorized hiking. I don't know. 
I'm sorry, what is motorized hiking? Well, we say that activities are high octane. No, 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 I understand If they're that. like high energy because we think that cars have high energy and we like masculinize like the way that we move around. Anyway, that, yeah? That part I understood. Yeah. D- tell me more about motorized hiking. <laughs> whatever. <it was> just, <laughs> but whatever. Anyway. Uh, yeah, this is all now about how he likes to hike and he wants to climb Kilimanjaro. So okay. that's what we know about Chiggs. All right. Um... I think I like Chigs so far. Yeah, great smile. Out of the two that we've discussed so far, I'm on Team Chigs. Okay. All right, uh, Christelle, 26, quadrilingual Christelle is a baker. Could also be pronounced Crystal, just by the way. Chris. We don't know. It's two L. E-L-L-E is L, though, right? It is, but, you know, we don't know. Let's find out. That's You're right, we don't. I would guess Christelle. Quadrilingual Christelle is a baker who brings her wonderfully diverse heritage, born in northwest London to Kenyan-born Portuguese Guan parents, to the flavors in her baking. They love to... Anyway. Uh, Mm -hmm. The youngest Mm -hmm. of three daughters, she was also the chief taster as she helped her mother prepare their family meals. When she travels with friends, it's her job to make a list of the best restaurants and bakeries in the cities they visit. Everybody's got to do that. She began baking seriously only three years ago and loves fusing spices from the places she's visited into her bakes. Turmeric, curry powder, and spring onion is a firm favorite. Mm -hmm. She's also an enthusiastic singer, having kept herself busy over lockdown with her online choir. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And she is, sorry, she is 26. She's 26. I don't don't know if I mentioned that part. Also a great smile. Um, Yeah, that sounds great. So has there, I know we've had like very young winners. Mm -hmm. Last season, Peter was like. As we think of them, we call them the baby bakers. Correct. Baby bakers. Yeah. Last year, Peter won at like what, 19 19? or 20 or something. Mm -hmm. We've had some older winners. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like the 20-somethings don't, unless I'm forgetting some folks, which I'm sure I am. I'm sure you are, too. I don't know for sure. Okay. Last season, I'll I'll have them blend together. I'm probably wrong. I feel like there's usually like a couple people in their 20s, and they usually don't make it past like halfway. So you're just saying they're they're not competitors. No, I'm saying more of like the judging. I think skews towards the two the two extremes. Yeah, twenties. Okay, so thirties at least. Like, do you remember Candace? Yeah, she she won, right? She won. Okay, and then Sophie. Do you remember Sophie? Uh, no. Do you have a picture? Uh, I mean, she looks like this. Oh, okay. That was from what, like three or four years ago? Yeah, I think so. That was season eight, series okay. eight, Sophie. Um, oh, and then, oh, come on. Can you can you forget Rahul? Apparently I can. Oh, so I think, good. Yeah, okay. So, like, they're all sort of, oh, and then David. Oh, yeah. Which guy was that? He didn't, he didn't make it very far, though, did he? Uh, he won. He, oh, okay. he won the series, oh, yeah. so, so he I'm, made it to the so winning of the, the plate. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he made it farther than everyone else. Yes, and he was the one yeah, who okay. won right before Peter. So good, good, good. good. Yep. All right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> speaking of baby bakers, <laughs> I think uh, you've got the next one here. I do. I'm waiting for my computer to catch up with me. Okay. Well, I could do it. 
No, her name is Freya. Uh huh. She's 19, I think. Or is she 20? <laughs> you going from memory right now? Yes. <laughs> She's 19. Freya's 19. And oh, I love this. She has been watching Bake Off since she was nine and saw the first series. Um, she lives at home with her parents. I feel like that is a standard feature of the baby bakers that they live at home with their parents. Also, if you're starting college this year, like, yeah, that's probably the move. You're starting university. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Um, She cares for her horse. Um, She got a horse girl on the show. Yeah, we got a horse girl. Oh, shit. Um, She's going to win. And she loves spending time with her grandma. She began making plant-based versions for her dad. And Mm. now her goal is to bake so that nobody can tell that it's vegan baking. Oh, Paul is going to hate that. Paul's going to fucking hate it. So much. Yes. Yeah. Which, awesome. You know what? Push Paul, challenge him. Break down his systems. Sure. Also not how you win Bake Off. Uh, you're right. Um, <laughs> she likes to be unexpected and enjoys intricate designs. So um, I think Freya, to me, she seems really promising. I love the baby bakers. I've always been been team baby baker. So Great, Great storyline, if nothing else. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. They always, they always lose at like bread week because it's hard and Paul is a dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he pokes. He Puts his thumb in their bread and like. Mm. I hate when he does that. Okay. Uh, okay. George, 34-year-old George from London, Greek Cypriot family where food was always a big part of family life. Mm-hmm. Married to his childhood sweetheart, he has three kids and a house full of animals, including a dancing Japanese spitz called Eli. Is that a dog? I was going to ask you the same question. I don't know what kind of animal that no is. No idea. Okay. Um, his mom taught him to bake. And his flavors often include homegrown herbs. Uh, oh, likes to give his bakes a touch of class with a shabby chic vintage vibe. Ooh, you know what that sounds like to me? That sounds rustic. <laughs> I was gonna say it sounds like Prue's style. No, eh, not Prue shabby is chic. way more refined She's than that. Chic, Get chic. out of here. She is chic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know what shabby chic means. Shabby chic is like cottagey and like. Oh. It's like rustic. It's rustic. It's very rustic. That never works. Yeah, no, no. Uh, he has a keen eye for detail, looking for perfection in the finished presentation. Those yeah, seem contradictory. That doesn't seem to be the same thing. Okay. Uh, when he isn't baking, gardening, or looking after his miniature zoo, love it. He will be in the great outdoors with his family on bike rides and walks. Adorable. All right. Next up is Giuseppe. He is 45 and originally from Italy, and he lives in Bristol now um, with his wife and three kids. He learned to bake from his dad, who did all the baking and was a professional chef. A um, lot of Italian flavors in his bakes. Ooh, this is where I... Hmm, okay. Um, he brings his engineer's precision to the results, and here's... Uh, easy. <laughs> this sentence is the worst. A self-confessed <laughs> food snob, he is determined to feed his children homemade confectionery rather than anything that's been mass-produced. Okay, so, like, yes, that is a thing that is laudable and, like, definitely a goal to have. And also, if you say that as, like, one of eight lines in your bio for this show, there's that's a thing that I'm going to think about you. To be fair... He probably didn't write this bio, right? Uh, They're he not writing definitely their... provided the talking points. Sure. But like in terms of the actual phrasing, they're probably not like 
writing the final copy yeah, for these Yeah, but he bios. definitely self-confessed that he's a food snob. So anyway, right. um, right. when he's not baking, he loves indulge, indulging his design for, or indulging his passion for design and architecture um, and loves gardening. Okay, so he Ar- seems sort of lame. Architecture seems like a difficult hobby to have. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do in your spare time? Yeah, just design and build buildings. I mean, maybe he likes looking at stuff. That could be fine. That's a passion for viewing, not a passion for architecture. Yeah, you know, I've got a passion for looking at shit. Looking at architecture. I, yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I okay. suppose. Who's up next? Uh, next is, I believe it's pronounced Jerzeno. Okay. Jerzino. Okay. I looked at pronunciations. I could only find Portuguese pronunciations, and he is not from Portugal. So I think it's like a very... I don't know how to say this. We're going to find out. Not sure how to say this next week is what I'm going. And then we're going to do it right going forward. Yes, my best guess is Jerzino. I couldn't find an actual pronunciation. Okay. Anyway, he's 51. Um, He's born in Trinidad, and he says, "quote Baking is like breathing." Uh, He started baking in 2014. So before then, he was just not getting any air. No, he didn't breathe until his Mm -hmm. mid 40s. Yeah, (laughs) tough times. (laughs) Tough times. Um, he obsesses over flavor combinations, including guava and chocolate, using lots of Car- Caribbean spices, aiming for the perfect patisserie finish. Cool. Patisserie style bakes are well respected in the tent, it Absolutely. seems like. And extremely challenging for a home baker to achieve. Yes. He moved to the UK from Trinidad and Tobago 15 years ago and now lives in London, has completed multiple half marathons. And ran the London Marathon in 2012. When Were he, you laughing about the half marathon because of Brooklyn Nine-Nine that no, we watched last night? I was laughing about multiple half marathons. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't worth stopping at because I didn't have a coherent thought, much less a joke about it. Cool. Yep. And then we did. Um he and his partner can be found cooking up a storm in their kitchen or on walks, looking for shapes in nature to inspire Jerzino's next bake. I hope this guy is the one who makes, like, the turtle cake that looks like something that nobody can identify. And everybody's like, what the? What have you done? So between his floral-patterned button-up, his great smile, uh-huh. and that he goes on nature walks to look for shapes yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, from which to bake after. Outstanding. This guy is far and away my favorite so okay. far. Okay. Okay. Ranking him number one, I think. Ooh, out of the we'll gate see. strong. Okay. I mean, only, Based on only, very limited information. That's the whole point. Absolutely. Very we're only fun. up to J, so okay. we, we've got a ways to go. All right. Next up is Jürgen. He is 56 and from the Black Forest in Germany. Um, he moved to the UK in 03, and he, he lives in a place that overlooks the sea now. Mm. So think about... Things inspired by the sea and the maritime realm. Sure. Probably uh, some weird, like, fish pot pies or honestly, whatever. Honestly, they're going to do some weird-ass savory bakes. Whatever meat pies the Brits yeah, love. Yeah, with, like, the very tough dough. Yeah. Um, so he has baked his own bread because he couldn't find his traditional German bread in his new home. Mm. Um, particularly well-known for his Jewish challah and for celebration cakes. Uh, he approaches baking like the physicist he is, making calculations mm. 
that ensure utmost precision and perfect results. Okay, so we've had this baker in the past before. The, like, scientist, mathematician, baker C- who brings that. Per- yep, yep, yep. Makes his own, like, special counterweights to, like, ensure the, the perfect pressure in his blind bake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he is also a trombonist. I was hoping you'd get to that. And is super proud that he's passed that on to his son. Wow. So that's Jurgen. You briefly lived in the Black Forest. Sure how, did. how were the bakes? Uh, outstanding. Yeah. I mean, the. Is there like a, a unique style to well, that region? The Black Forest cherry tort. They've done that on past bake offs. Okay. Um, but, you know, like you've got the chocolate, you've got the cherry liqueur, you've got the cream. It's a delicious, delicious bake. So, you know, I, I hope we see that from him this season. <laughs> All right. And we've got Lizzie, age 28. Uh, she and her partner live with their dog, Prudence, in an annex in her parents' garden. I'm sorry. Don't you just say that your dog's name is Prue at this point? Wow. Don't you just like... Do you think that is, that's the, uh, the namesake there? Who knows? It doesn't matter. Just say it is. Great point. Uh, she prefers simple presentation. Ooh, that sounds basic. Okay. And believes in flavor and quantity over precision. Ooh, ooh. She may look like she's enough fra- is good, but more is better. <laughs> may look like she's frantic and messy on the outside, but is usually calm and collected within. Okay. Speaking of things, Paul Hollywood is going to hate everything I've said everything. so far. Yes. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, her baking comfort zone is cake, but she loves experimenting with flavor and is generally prepared to give anything a go as long as it doesn't involve putting cheese in bread. Stuffed okay. crust pizza, not on the table. Italian Dunkers, stay home. It, You're not getting those on Wednesday. That's cheese on bread, is it not? No, it's a good point. You're right. I think that would be okay. <laughs> be okay. This is specifically inside of bread. <laughs> uh, Lizzie, when she's not baking, Lizzie can be found on the dance floor doing the samba in a suitable, suitably jazzy costume or investigating the lives of serial killers, a fascination she developed during her study for her criminology degree. Okay, so this is this season's kooky baker. She so far seems like the most fun to hang out with Ooh. and also the most likely to get cut the first week. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. What but if they, what but if, we do know that the first week's theme is it's cake week and her baking oh, I, comfort zone is cake. we did not know cake. that. Yeah, I watched the video before and you were just sitting over there. So Well, you didn't share any of that information or your screen with me. Well, so I'm not you know, sure I how wanted I'm to have a leg up on that. the competition. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not a competition. No. Okay. Appreciation pod. Yeah. Uh well, okay, I take back that second part then if if they're doing her specialty week one. I thought yeah. maybe week one would be the the technical would just be stuffed crust pizza and she'd be <laughs> she'd be proper fucked. <laughs> Moving on. All right, next up we have Maggie, age 70. So this is our this is our like grandma nan baker. baker. Mm-hmm. Um so she finds that baking comes naturally to her. She has an impressive collection of classic recipe books. Loves recreating traditional bakes and experimenting with exciting flavors. Uh, Her specialty is bread. So she never, ever buys a loaf of bread or a cake, apparently. Um, She's a midwife. So here, excellent crossover to those who are fans of Call the Midwife, a BBC classic. Um, She believes that the excitement of delivering a baby can only be excellent preparation for taking part in Bake Off. 
not sure what that means, but um, we'll go with it. She likes canoeing, kayaking, and sailing. And, ooh, she likes her camper van heading off for adventure. She also likes to spend time with her great nieces and great nephews. So I'm a fan of Maggie so far. She's got a great smile um, and seems like she'd be a lot of fun in the tent. And also that camper van bit, really cool. All right. uh, Two left. We have Rochika next, 27 years old. Um, with a big Jamaican family on both sides, Rochika bakes in a way that reflects her Caribbean heritage with flavor, passion, and love. She is, she always is especially proud when her nan and aunties tell her she has baked a cake that reminds them of the treats they grew up with. A dancer from the age of two, Rochika's interest in baking developed when she was left unable to dance due to an injury. Although she started dancing again, she still finds plenty of time and reasons to bake. Her nephew expects biscuits when she collects him from nursery, and she particularly loved the challenge of baking a birthday cake to live up to her niece's vivid imagination. Okay. Concerns me a little that they cite no specific, like... Specialty? Specialties Mm, mm. or expertise bakes Mm, mm. in her bio. Okay, okay. A lot of emotion. Mm -hmm. That can be a really good thing. If you also have the skills, though. True, true. All right, last one is yours. Okay. Last up, we have Tom. Tom is 28. And he discovered his true passion for baking four years ago. And here we we cite his specialty as a sticky toffee pudding cake, which I still don't know what constitutes a pudding. Honestly, like, I have watched so much Bake Off, and I could not tell you what the difference is between a toffee and a pudding and a cake. Every time I think I know it, they put out a bunch of stuff. And they're like, this is a pudding. Was not at all what I was envisioning. Yes. Yeah. It's very confusing. Yeah. I've I've just accepted that. (sighs) I will not know. At this point. Yes, for sure. Okay, so he bakes several times a week. Pies, quiches, bread. Okay. Oh, first mention of a savory bake in here. Mm. Um, you know they're going to have a savory bake sometime in the season. You got for to. sure. Uh, his mom describes him as the midnight baker. And because he bakes overnight and she would wake up to a sweet treat. Okay. It's kind of weird, Tom, but whatever works, buddy. Um, So away from his stand mixer, he works for the family software company and loves amateur dramatics and singing and is a keen runner. Amateur dramatics, is that like theater? Acting? I think it's acting. Theater. Okay. Yes. But amateur. Not professional. Does not get paid. No money in that acting for Tom. Yeah, I guess I'm not sure what I was asking. <laughs> yeah, what were you asking? I, it's unclear <laughs> even to me. All right, so that's all 12. That's all 12. Uh, does anyone jump off the page at you? Ah, you know, I mean, I feel like there are so many sort of um, typical parts that people play in the casting. Yeah, we've got sort of our, our stereo, nah, not stereotypical. Uh, all of our role players yep. in the tent, it I'll seems like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you've got your old dude, you've got your older lady, you've got Baby Baker, um, you've got a lot of really attractive people. Uh, and mm. I don't know, I mean, I I feel like I, I like Maggie. I'm always partial to the um, the matriarchs. 
of sure. the tent. And gotta have one. You gotta have one for sure. And I think like we need to create space for them to shine. Okay. Uh, so she'll be on your your list of three this week. Oh, is it a ballot I have to share, or is it no, a no, secret no. ballot? This was just. I guess you don't have to. She'll probably that. be there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, I think Jerzino uh, uh-huh. is is way up there for me. This is more a list of people that I like. I just want to succeed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, there's no right or wrong way to interpret this. Um, I like Chigs. Okay. Are we are we naming multiple people? You certainly can. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think he also has a good shot, though. He he's got like some experience, but he's not the like elderly baker. <laughs> he's they they always love when people have like non European influences in uh-huh. their bakes. He's got some specialties. Uh, yeah, I just think, I think Jerzino's got some some things working in his favor, okay. at least to get through the first few rounds. Certainly that shirt. Okay. Yeah, I'm honestly a strong sense of style. That's true. Could be an indicator in terms of the more artistic parts of baking. That's true. Yeah. The neatness. He's a very neat man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Nobody looks too schlumpy here. I'm just gonna uh, say. Tom could Tom could be doing better. Tom could be doing better. That's true. Shows up in a ringer tee. Yeah. George appears to be wearing his work shirt. I mean, there there are a couple. Lizzie's got that weirdo pattern. Yeah, on that's her shirt. A, that's a choice at least, though. You it know, it's a choice. It is a choice. Jurgen, <laughs> that shirt was made no later than 1975. <laughs> Some of these folks are more stylish than others. I think others. Jürgen is wearing velour. I'm pretty sure. Like I said, that shirt was made no later than <laughs> 1975. Um, all right. Well, I think we can we can leave it at that for Let's this week. Yes. We'll be back next week mm-hmm. after having watched episode one. Yes. I can't wait. Uh, we'll do a recap. We'll look forward to the following week. And uh, every Monday for the next 10 weeks or so, we'll... We'll be here talking about Bake Off. We'll see you next week in the Lazla. <laughs> Bye.